Welcome back to Digital Conversations with Billy Bateman. Today we are joined by Josh Barkin, co-founder of Janus.ai. He goes over the path to automation, including how to integrate, personalize, and adapt AI into your conversational experiences. All right, everybody. Welcome to the show today. I have got Josh Barkin, co-founder of Janus.ai, um, as my guest. Josh, welcome to the show. Thanks for being on. Well, thank you very much for having me. So today we're going to talk a little bit about um, Janus AI, AI, and uh, how people are using your technology uh, on Facebook Messenger to, to use AI there. Um, but before we get into that, just tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what Janus.ai is. So I am a uh, currently the, the CEO and founder, co-founder of Janus. And prior to that, I have been uh, a co-founder of a, a number of startups over the years. I got into the conversational AI space in uh, early 2016. So I was uh, an early adopter. Uh, and, uh, you know, we've just been learning, uh, just like everybody else, this has kind of been a wild west type of space, uh, with a lot of learning, a lot of rapid growth, uh, a lot of opportunity, uh, to solve some really big problems. And, and really that's, uh, I guess I, just prior to Janus, I was, uh, I ran a mobile gaming studio, uh, and that's essentially how I met my co-founder. Uh, we were both running uh, mobile gaming studios, and we saw conversational experiences as uh, a new uh, paradigm for building product. And uh, and then we saw channels like Slack, uh, and and then very quickly Facebook Messenger uh, as new ways to reach customers and engage them. Um, but uh, yeah, so we, that's that's essentially how Janus started. Um, I, I should also point that out that uh, you know early in 2016, um, uh, Facebook uh, declared that you would be able to ch- you would be able to chat with a business like a friend, <laughs> uh, and uh, my partner and I both uh, saw that as Facebook's you know pitch to the business world and to the investor community, and we knew it wasn't going to be a magic bullet. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we knew that uh, people were going to get really excited uh, and there was a lot of hype in the space at that time. And we, we just knew that uh, it wasn't just having, having a number of years uh, of experience building software products uh, and having a sort of a general understanding of, of the, the underlying technology that it just doesn't work that way. And businesses, we anticipated that businesses were going to be um, – struggling with this very quickly. Uh, so that's what, when I say we got started early, uh, we anticipated problems early. We got to work and we, we, we sought to, uh, you know, help businesses um, see past the hype and understand that it's more like you need to manage a, a path to automation. Um, you know, you, it's, not, it's not like you just plug in Siri or something and it just works. Um, you need, you need to, you need to start with a foundation and then you need to build on that foundation. And ultimately every goal or every business has the goal to, to add, you know, uh, to put their business on autopilot, whether it's for lead generation or customer support, which are the two main use cases on Facebook. Um, 
and uh, it's just there's there's a path to getting there, and so that's the the opportunity that we ended up uh, 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 capitalizing on was businesses were struggling to integrate AI. Um, you know, they they bought into the hype very early, and then shortly thereafter, uh, you know, there was a lot of frustration. You know, why why doesn't it work? Uh, what do you mean we have to train our AI? How do we do that? The technology is targeted to developers and data scientists, and also, also most importantly, you know, how how do we retain our customers when when the technology uh, fails? Um, so there's a, those are you know a number of problems um, that we uh, started building you know I, I guess uh, capabilities for what became Janus, which is an AI assistant that helps businesses manage the path to automation. It helps businesses integrate AI into their customer experiences and then achieve their marketing and support automation goals. Awesome. You know, that's, that's really what interested me is like, okay, every, there's always all this talk about AI and like everybody who's got a, a bot or a conversational marketing solution, they almost all claim like, oh yeah, we have some AI, but you know, you're selling this to, to marketers and salespeople generally or founders at a small company. And like, we don't know how to train AI, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and what they have is it's like, I don't know how to work with this and they, or it's not, it's half baked. And it's like, okay, like it doesn't really work and you end up with unhappy customers. But if you can uh, train that AI, which is really one of the harder problems, you know, then you can actually make it work. So before we get into that a little bit, I do want to ask you one more question just mm -hmm. about yourself. So if I'm yeah. going to look you up, Josh, on social media <laughs> and try to figure out who you are, um, what's one thing that I wouldn't be able to figure out? I wouldn't know about you. It, it's, it's funny because I do have actually sort of two personas on social media. Um, everybody in the business world um, – Probably, would, if they looked me up, they would see. They would say, "Well, he's in, he's running a, an AI management company." But everywhere I see, he's a he's a musician, and so they would think that I play uh, that I'm a full time musician. And my friends and family, and I guess people more in my you know my social circles, not my professional network, um, you know, they have no idea that I'm. Uh, they think I'm a, I'm a full time musician. So uh, hmm. I do I do play in. Uh, I do play in, in bands, but mostly because I, I, uh, uh, I studied music right up until the end of, uh, college. And, uh, and that was, the, uh, the, I grew up as a, as a musician. And then, uh, uh, shortly after, uh, college ended, um, this was, you know, in the, in the nineties and I, I was, uh, uh, that that didn't seem like a viable uh, yeah. uh, career. It didn't seem like a viable career, uh, but the it was the emergence of the internet as sort of a new medium, and I was uh, you know an early adopter is uh, there as well. But but yeah, that's that's the the the, the funny thing cool. is that I I have those two personas. So what instruments do you play? I uh, I play uh, keyboard. I'm classically trained, and I study jazz for numbers and. Uh, and I sing, I play guitar. I'm actually a, a multi-instrumentalist, but my, uh, yeah, my main, my main instrument is, uh, is keyboard. And it's, I still play in these bands. It's actually interesting. I usually use uh, playing in a band 
to as an analogy for running a startup because you you know you you bring all these people together and yep. you you have to all listen to each other and you're going to have times where things you know are out of sync and don't sound good and and you have to you know keep practicing to get to uh, to get everything in sync, and um, but when you when things are in sync and everybody's listening together, and and uh, you know great things can happen, and and you get that you know that gratification from an audience the same way you would get from uh, you know building product and and bringing that to market. It's very similar. Yeah, that's a great way to think about it. Yeah, um, I like I that think, a lot. Yeah, I think I think um, I think playing in a in a band. Uh, well, I think first of all, playing a musical instrument is is a really good outlet. It's really good for your mind, um, and uh, and and creative thinking. And uh, you know, everyone has everyone should have an outlet. You know, whether it's uh, you know working out or you know just doing something away from the computer. Um, yep. And allowing you know your your mind to kind of develop and uh, and and you know. Uh, so, so th- that, that's a good part, but I think it's also, uh, made, made me a better, uh, a better co-founder and, and, and team leader, um, just by, by understanding the dynamics of what makes a band successful, um, and, uh, and, you know, uh, and, yeah. and then apl- applying those methodologies to, you know, building a team uh, around sure. a product. And my co-founder's a musician too. That was sort of one of the, you know, the common things that we had when we got together. We both played in bands. We both liked the same music. Um, and so that there was some common ground. We, we kind of understood both. We both agreed on those, those, those same concepts. So great. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, let's, uh, I mean, let's get into the, the meat of it again. So yeah. with Janice, um, what you guys have is, is something to help you train your AI. And one of the use cases I thought was particularly interesting was you have integrations with ManyChat and ChatFuel. And yeah. I thought it would be great to help, you know, tell us how your customers are leveraging those integrations to engage with their customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so just, um, you know, in terms of like, uh, you know, the, the, the sort of the value proposition for Janus training is a part of it. Um, but, but taking a step back, um, just being able to connect AI was the first problem that we solved. Um, and that was the, that was the audience that we focused on initially was, Mm -hmm. uh, we, we saw that a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, uh, uh, activity in the bot space was on, on, Facebook and, and messenger. And, uh, and we saw that the market was, uh, being dominated by two companies, uh, specifically chat fuel and, and many chat, uh, those two companies account for, uh, 70% of the Facebook messenger chatbots. So the chatbots being built with, with Facebook after messenger are mm-hmm. built with, with those, to, uh, I guess, conversational design tools. Um, but neither of those companies have AI. So, you know, we'd, we'd see uh, the, the people were using, it was very easy to build a bot, uh, but then uh, as soon as a customer would send a message, uh, the business wouldn't be able to uh, handle it because the bots just didn't have the capability yeah. uh, to, to understand those messages. So the first, uh, you know, the, 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 the way that, other people would say is, oh, you, you know, you need AI. Well, then that was, you know, the, the, the first problem that we had to solve was, okay, well, 
well, how do you, how do you get AI into that bot? Like, how do you connect AI? And, um, and they would say, well, you need, uh, you need dialogue flow. Well, dialogue flow is uh, Google's AI. Yep. And each, each of the big tech companies uh, have been actively invested in this technology. Um, the, uh, you know, Google, IBM, Microsoft, um, you know, the technology isn't perfect, obviously, but they're continuing, continuing to invest in the underlying technology. The problem is, how does that technology become integrated into the chat fuel or many chat, um, you know, bot so that, so that a, a business can benefit from it. So the, the first problem we saw was getting that is helping to integrate that technology. And so we built the AI assistant to essentially act as an, um, which is Janice to onboard the user and help them get connected. So uh, if you've never heard of Dialogflow or Google AI and uh, yeah. you just chat with Janice, uh, you don't need to be a developer. You don't need to have any technicals. You just chat with our bot and Janice will set you up with a, you know, a, um, a Google AI account in the cloud for you. And then, uh, you know, give you a, a key that you could just drop in your bot. So we, we're, we're kind of like a Zapier for AI. You know how awesome. Zapier makes it easy? Yeah. yeah. So that was the first problem was, okay, how, how do you connect AI? The second problem that we had to solve was the training part. <laughs> okay, yeah. now you've got AI and, and you, you need to train the AI. And so what we wanted to do was we wanted to help accelerate the time to value right because training ai takes time and nobody understands how to do it so so um we spent um a fair amount of time pre-training ai so a customer can benefit immediately so we created this we train the ai um using um you know thousands of messages anonymous messages uh, the most common things that users say, and we created this AI starter kit. So Janice will, when you connect a bot, Janice will actually install this AI for you, and then you just send your bot messages, and your bot will immediately be responsive. So it was all about accelerating the time to value. That doesn't mean the bot's going to understand everything, yeah. but it, but but it certainly um, allows you to experience uh, the the benefits of the technology without investing all that time in, in to get to a point where you can realize value. So immediate time to value. And then the third part was, okay, that's going to provide them with a foundation that they can build on because we built that, those AI models, those, you know, that, that, that pre-trained AI. So it's set up in a way that they can easily um, scale a business and continue to, to build on it or customize it for, you know, whatever niche you're, you're in, you know, whether you yeah. serve, you know, real estate or finance or, uh, you know, restaurants or e-commerce. And those are the main use cases, right? Just, just being able to understand uh, questions and convert those into, into leads and, and, or commerce. Um, yep. And then, and then customer service, like just automating your FAQ. So on that second step where you're able to send messages to, you know, to the bot and it'll begin training it and seeing like, okay, what's working, what's not. Is that something where if I already built a bot and I've got something on Facebook messenger, maybe it's been going well, yeah. maybe not. I can take those old conversations and upload them into yours 
to jumpstart it or is it yeah. plug it in and then it starts training? So, so we look at training AI um, as not something that has one path. In other words, um, you're, as a business, you're going to have different workflows. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. every, every business is different. And so we've created these training experiences that will serve a sort of a, a wide range of workflows. So let me give you an example. Uh, Janice integrates into Slack, right? And that yep. was, uh, Slack allows a team to collaborate on an AI integration. So instead of, um, having to use, instead of, you don't need to be technical. We've built this intu intuitive AI training tools right into Slack. And because Slack is collaborative, you know, sales and marketing can all collaborate on what things, what, what users say. So they just like send messages and then they get replies and then they can add responses. So it's very simple and intuitive. Um, it's not very deep, but it, it, it at least allows non-technical people or at least the people that own the customer experience. Yeah to be active participants in that training process. So that's, you know, Janice for Slack provides a collaborative AI training. Cool. Um, uh, uh, we've done uh, an integration into Google Sheets because our target market, um, you know, they all know how to use a spreadsheet program. And so we're, you know, by building tools right into Google Sheets, we're able to accelerate adoption of not only conversational AI, the technology, um, but but it's it's because it's integrated in a product we're able to speed adoption of Janus as a service. Um, we have something called live training. <laughs> so you connect Janus to Facebook. You just add Janus to like a Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, you probably already have a many chat or a chat few bot already connected to your Facebook page. So you add Janus and it sits alongside those bots. Janus will monitor your live conversations, analyze the messages, and then deliver them to you uh, in Slack. And you can then train your AI to learn from those conversations. So, so, so Janice will transcribe the conversation and for every message you receive, you can then you know, categorize it and train it. Mm -hmm. and, then you, and then Janice also, with that, and with that monitoring, that sort of monitoring your conversations and analyzing the messages, uh, Janice delivers actionable alerts. So when your bot can't respond, you'll get an alert. Um, when customer like sentiment is negative, so when customers seem like angry or frustrated, yeah. uh, it'll alert you. And those alerts are all actionable. So Janice will help you. Will pause your AI and help you take over live. And you know all of that happens within uh, a collaborative workspace like Slack. And we're actually now just building out an an AI workspace for the web. So. You can think of it as sort of a AI training as something that is um, it's kind of a broader uh, requirement to integrate conversational AI, but how you get from A to B to C, you know, how you, how you sort of grow that, 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 uh, and that path, um, we look at it as, as something that needs to adapt to your existing workflow because if it becomes something that is, you know, overly complicated or you, you, you know, you're going to have to adopt new software or it just becomes, yeah. you know, it can't be this process that is going to be overwhelming. So that's why we, I really like the, the live training mode because it just takes your existing conversations and helps you take those and um, 
you know, make every message something, you know, as it comes in. So yeah. it first, at first you're more hands-on and you're, you know, you're live, but you know, it, it's, it, and it's like a, like this sort of hot hybrid experience where it's, you know, the, you know, the, the, the somebody's chatting, but also training the AI um, at the same time or more, or because it's collaborative, you know, a customer service agent can be, you know, chatting with the customer and then somebody else can be actually categorizing the, um, all the messages um, that, that you want to, you know, that, so, and over time you'll, you know, increase your automation capabilities by understanding the actual messages you receive rather than oh. guess, guessing what people say. For sure. Especially with that real time, it's, I love the sentiment. If the sentiment's negative, giving your team an alert so that they can jump in and take over. I love that because I mean the bot, the automation, it's great. It's valuable, but ultimately like, you know, business is still people to people. And uh, you know, if the bot's not helping them, let's get a real person in there. And then that's, I love that. And then the real time training, that's something we, we strive for, you know, with customers using drift or intercom is every day we go in and look at those conversations and categorize like, okay, did the bot perform as it's supposed to? What can we change? Are we seeing trends? You know, like, are people consistently like indicating they're having a negative experience in this workflow? Um, yeah. And I think it's true. I mean, there's, listen, the, it, it, just what you said before, which is that I think it's important to understand what, what today's conversational like AI can do and what yeah. it can't do and, and understanding its limitations and, and, um, you know, that's, um, that's just part of the underlying problem was that everyone bought into the hype originally yeah. and ex- expected that, you know, because it was pitched as chat with a business like a friend. Well, it's, I think that's more of an ideal. And so there's always, you know, AI is good at, at some things and humans are always going to be better at other things. And so if Janice can help you, you know, achieve, uh, you know, you know, anywhere between 20 and 80% automation, um, then at scale, that's significant cost savings. And if your use case is customer support, and certainly you can boost revenue, you know, in the, you know, 24 seven, if it, if that experience is delightful, which AI helps you, but at the same time, Janice will know when to bring you into the loop and then makes those alerts actionable. So there's a lot of capabilities that Janice provides. And so it really is, uh, I, I, I think training is, is sort of the big, the sort of a, a bigger ongoing solution that we're working on, on multiple dimensions. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, Janice is, is really an AI assistant that's going to help you manage that entire integration, train, retain, optimize, uh, all of the, all of the sort of pain points that people have, um, with an AI integration, Janice is kind of there working with you. Yeah. And then training is something with AI that, that never ends really like, you know, we'll come in and we'll set up bots for a customer and they're like, okay, we're good. You know, like you guys can, can go, can we send you guys away? And we're like, well, you could, but your business is going to change. Yeah. Your customers are going to change what they need. Like, the world in the last month has changed for everyone with this uh, COVID-19. Yeah, for sure. And we've had to adjust. So 
continually in training, like you've got to just stay after it with the AI and, and it just will get better. And sometimes you'll have fundamental shifts in either how your customers want to buy or how you're going to sell and you're going to start over again. So, yeah, for sure. And, and there's also just some general conversational design best practices um, that, that, that companies should take. Right. So that they can't, it, it doesn't have to be necessarily, you know, human versus AI. No. Um, it, we do see, you know, Janice has this kind of co-pilot mode. So the, you know, if you're, if you do spend time training your AI and then you, you do you take over live and chat with your customer, well, the AI is still working in the background. So the AI will suggest responses for a live agent and yeah. you can put, you can push those responses uh, with one click. So, you, so it does boost live chat productivity time too. Um, but in terms of like best practices, I think it's important, right? Like the bot's going to fail. It's, it just, it happens. And it's not about, it's not about the bot failing that is uh, it's about how you manage that situation mm -hmm. and, and what are, and what kind of strategies do you have? Um, you know, everything from uh, just, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe the, the customer needs to rephrase their message and then the AI will understand, or maybe, um, uh, you know, instead of it being the customer sending a message and the bot or the AI doesn't have a response, maybe the bot suggests possible responses, kind of like search results. Yeah. Right. And, and then, and then, you know, at least the customer isn't frustrated, but they're given options. Um, and then, you know, maybe if, if people, and this happens a lot too, is they see it's automation and then they'll try and break it. So they'll send messages to, to just to test how, how good the automation is or, and, and, you know, they'll start asking things that are about like the weather, you know, yeah. Like just <laughs> yeah. totally, totally relevant question. And we see that all the time. And, you know, it's really a best practice to, to, to refocus the customer on what the bot can actually do to say, you know, to identify that the message is out of scope of what the bot can do, but then gracefully refocus the user and say, here are things I can help you with immediately and then give them a bunch of options. Um, and then obviously you need to be able to account for, um, you know, scenarios where people just don't want to want to uh, chat with uh, a bot. They need a human because it's a, they know it's a problem that won't be solved with automation. So that those are other alerts that Janice, you know, it, Janice is behind the scenes listening for, um, you know, keywords like help and operator and yeah. uh, things like that. And you can actually assign alerts to any actionable event. So if you, if, if the AI detects that it's a lead because you've trained it to recognize, you know, when people say I'm interested in whatever it is, you can add an AI alert to that and those get sent to uh, uh, the right people. And then you have like a workspace like Slack where you can, you know, segment people on a team into, into channels if you're familiar with Slack. So you have like, you know, salespeople in a channel or customer support in a channel. And yep. so that's, that's, it's all, the Janice does all that routing intelligently using, using AI too. So. Well, that's great, man. This has been, this has been really good. So before I let you go, I've got, got one more question for you. If somebody wants okay. to start leveraging AI in their bot, move beyond just, you know, like a basic logic flow with buttons, um, what's your, your first piece of advice to them to start doing that? 
it, it really depends on on where the the the, the business is starting right so yeah. a lot of a lot of um a lot of businesses will start with something like a chat fuel or a mini chat because they make it easy right it's like wix for chatbots you know it's, yeah <laughs> it's it's they, they that's what they do they make it super easy to build a bot and then they come in and they realize that they um that they don't uh that the bot is is just not responsive because they don't have AI, and so they plug us in. And sometimes that's that's harder to do, right? Um, uh, because you know they have to. But it's it's something we support. But I encourage businesses to think of it more like AI as the foundation of their conversational experience. And you think of it, you have to think of it like building a house, right? You could have all the buttons and galleries and you know plugins into other thing into other uh you know things that's like if you start with that and then you start with the ai after it's like building a mansion on stilts right but yeah. when you start with ai then you're building the foundation of your conversational experience and then you can layer on all these things like buttons and integrations and, and all that on top of it and that positions you to scale your business for the future because everyone knows that voice is is uh you know, is, is the future and, and, uh, and interacting with, uh, you know, Google assistant and Amazon Alexa in the home. And those experiences are powered by the same AI that our many chat and chat fuel users are using today. So if you train your AI for your many chat or chat fuel bot, then you're building a foundation that then will support the future. So awesome. Um, yeah. Okay, man. Well, it's been good. Thanks for taking a few minutes. And uh, if people want to uh, contact you and continue the conversation, where can they find you? Uh, just Janice.ai. Okay. <laughs> Janice.ai, and, and, they, and they, they're free to join our, our community as well and learn from other users and how they're benefiting from the technology. Awesome. Thank you, Josh. Thanks so much for having me today. Okay, we'll chat later. Okay. Take care.